Uh, in today's 360 round, we're going to focus on the FANG stocks. And joining us for that discussion is Angelo Zeno, a senior equity analyst at CFRA Research, and Mark Mills, the author of Cloud Revolution and a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute. Welcome, guys. Angelo, I'm going to go to you first. Um, you know, I kind of want to break down the overall market before we started getting into individual names. NASDAQ's still under pressure uh, this week, but it seems like it started to get some traction previously last week and the week before. What's your outlook here for the overall sector as a whole moving uh, into the, uh, the next quarter here? Yeah, listen, I, I think it all depends on the type of investor you are, short, long-term in nature. Um, it's it's, it's going to be tough here in the immediate near term. I mean, clearly there's kind of a, a risk-off sentiment in terms of some of these higher beta names within the tech sector and even some of the more cyclical-oriented names when we start thinking about some of the semiconductor stocks out there. But that being said, um, we continue to like a lot of the larger cap, big tech-oriented um, names, uh, whether it be kind of um, within tech or even comm services, if we would kind of throw it all in together. Um, but, you know, the secular drivers attached to those type of names out there, we think on any, any major pullback should be bought. So um, overall, we remain very constructive on the space, but we do think over the next three to six months, it could be kind of tough sailing. Yeah, we've definitely seen some divergence between a lot of those names that make up the NASDAQ 100. But Mark, if you look at the interest rate environment, and that's what everybody's tying uh, a lot of this weakness in these growth names to, uh, is that what's going to dictate the NASDAQ 100 or the tech space in general, the moves that we're going to see? Well, I think obviously interest rates matter, but I think the uh, bigger macro here is inflation. We're clearly in a cyclical inflationary period. And inflation has two causes, as we know. There's, there's too much money and what happens because of that, and too much demand for too little supply. There's only one fundamental way to improve supply when demand keeps growing up. It's always technology, and the, it's no mystery that the big tech plays you know, are in software and automation and robotics. So I, I'm pretty bullish, and again, I agree that it's not going to be an easy ride for a few months. A lot of volatility and chaos and uncertainty, but the the macro for the next couple of years is very much a lot of tailwinds for both, we'll call them cloud stocks. Fang is sort of a cloud cut, if you like. And and the underlying semis, extremely bullish on the semis, what the Bank of America team has called the Mango Stocks, which yeah. is a nice acronym. Yeah, I did uh, see that Mango uh, acronym that came out uh, about a week and a half ago, a lot of those semi-names in there. Uh, but Angelo, one of the names on your uh, your list here is Google Alphabet. Uh, it's definitely outperformed most of the other FANG names, still down about 7% on the year. The different silos of revenue generation from this company and their margins that they, that they get from a lot of these businesses kind of dictates where this stock's headed and why it's at the top of a lot of people's lists. Why do you like Google Alphabet here? Yeah, so we have a strong buy recommendation on Alphabet. Clearly, it, it's we you know we think it's way underpriced here. I mean, trading less than 20 times on a 2023 um, outlook, and you definitely have to have more of a fo you know longer term outlook, forward outlook um, when, when thinking about these type of names. But I mean, there's really three. Uh, near-term growth drivers when you think about Alphabet, right? It's their search engine, um, continued, you know, ongoing shift from kind of traditional sources um, to more um, digital-oriented um, means, um, and, and that's going to drive mid-teens growth. We, we think low to mid-teens growth in terms of their uh, search engine. Then you've, of course, got the 
Um, the cloud-oriented business, a much smaller business, 8% of their, their revenue, but growing at an enormous rate. We think 30% plus here in each of the next two years. And then you've got YouTube again. Um, that's going to continue to grow at a, a very nice pace. So at the top line, um, things look very strong here. Secular drivers remain in, intact. You got the, some of those moonshots that are sitting out there for some of, some of those investors kind of thinking of that you know three to five year longer term outlook, whether it be Waymo or other assets that they've got within there. So, you know, we value it based on about a, a, a 25 times earnings, uh, which is typically um, their longer term, you know, average PE uh, multiple. We think at, at some point, once we kind of get in the clear here, better visibility, um, I think it starts gravitating and you see that multiple expansion. Yeah, definitely. Uh, at historical lows or near lows as, as far as valuation goes for that company moving forward. Uh, but, Mark, when you look at you mentioned those mango stocks uh, and, you know, we're talking the AMDs, the uh, Broadcoms uh, and uh, on semiconductor, among others. Why do you focus on that specific area? And do you see that kind of helping the tech space turn around? Well, I think, the, you know, building on the Google Play, if you think about where the growth is on their, their cloud play, they're a smaller uh, utility cloud player. They have a lot of room for growth. They're working very hard at it, extremely good at uh, data center utility function, and you need to build them. The building blocks are the semis. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of competition in the cloud space to build out the services for SaaS. That's gonna pull the, all the semi stocks, and on top of that, Everything related to the industrial sector and the automotive and transportation sector is moving towards more automation, not, not self-driving. That takes a lot longer, but all the automation features, all the efficiency features are driven both by logic chips that are on board, but also the power semis, which the mango stocks include. And that's sort of been out of the limelight. That's a very big piece of uh, the automation, if you like, and efficiencies in the industrial sector. A lot of growth potential in that. Yeah, definitely uh, in that space. Uh, and if we get through, through those supply constraint issues, because the demand is there. Uh, now, An Angelo, if you look at uh, a couple of the other names, you like Apple a little bit more than Facebook Meta here at this point. Uh, give us the breakdown on that. Yeah, so you know, just really quick on, on Apple. I mean, one, I, I think it's going to be a great earnings season overall. I mean, I think they're definitely they have been be better positioned than others in terms of the supply constraints that are out there. Rightfully so, because um, they're just so important to that ecosystem um, there. But at the end of the day, I mean, they continue to take some massive share um, within the the China market. I am a bit co concerned about the consumer right now, as far as Apple is concerned. They are the ultimate kind of consumer play. Ninety percent of revenue tied to the consumer. So a little bit concerned on that side of things, especially with some of the the, uh, the issues we've seen out of Ch the China smartphone market here in, in, in January, February, and March. But nonetheless, I mean, the share gains there, the, the fact that we expect them to announce a $100 billion buyback, um, increase their dividend 7% uh, capital allocation, definitely critical um, ahead of this earnings season. And then just what they've got in the pipeline here um, for the rest of this year and, and into next year, I think looks great for them. I think really quick on the meta side of things, I think expectations have really kind of been brought down significantly. I think it looks really interesting here in the near term. I'm not necessarily a player on, on near term trends right. here, but when I think about meta and where they've kind of guided here um, for the March quarter into the June quarter, I think it looks, I think it looks pretty interesting given where the valuation is. All right, great look at that tech space. Got to wrap it up there, guys. Thanks for being here.